<laughs> what does she mean? Remember just the last podcast? <laughs> or you just play stupid? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> or whatever do you mean? Whatever do you mean? Whatever do you mean, madam? I have no idea what I are talking about. Alright. Why can't I go fucking see your ass? What the shit? Oh. Is it on? Yeah. Mm -hmm. There uh, it goes. I only hear it myself. Okay, oh, good. You. Ready? <clears throat> yeah. Let's do it. I'm sure you don't want to talk to any of the ladies beforehand? Look. <laughs> yeah. I was just responding to the viewers that were following us. What's this one? This. Oh. The bourbon. That's the, uh, the Bradshaw. Podcast brought to you by the Bradshaw <sighs> Bourbon. I don't know. I feel better. Feel a little more burned to it. Someone wants to know why you got a black tank top on the top of your refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you made him think about it for a second. A little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm tired. Let another blood kill my arms back to my head. <laughs> that was a good one. Not bad. Not bad. I fucking like that one. That was good. All right. Cheers, motherfucker. Let's get this show on the road. Welcome. It's, it's cold inside, too. Woo. <laughs> All right, welcome to the Uncropped Podcast. I'm your host, Joe, and this is Just Mike. This is a podcast primarily for mental health, well-being, motivation, but we do touch on other subjects that is applicable to everyone. Uh, check out the podcast on Apple Play, Spotify, uh, your mom's bedroom, you know, your, the standards, because we like MILFs on this show. We are supportive. Of single mothers? We are supportive of single mothers. I like single moms. Yep. Yeah. We're supportive of all women in general. We kind of are, actually. We, we, really we do are. show, like, as much as everyone's like, ah, you're the big, scary white man, misogynist, we actually show a lot of respect to fucking women. We do. It's just we call them out on their bullshit when they want to act funny. But we do the same thing for guys. It's mutual fucking fuckery. Yeah. Mutual fucking fuckery. Wow, my English is fantastic today. <laughs> all right. But today's topic is actually brought to you by Mike. Sorry, just Mike. Yeah. My apologies. Um, so you want you want to start this one off? Uh, someone wants you to do a pack pop first. Okay. Oh, there it is. Yep. There it is. Boop. All right. Uh, yeah. So this one, our topic uh, for this evening was. Oh fuck! I forgot. What was it? Mutual, well, we've had a few, a few mutual, different ideas. Mutual effort. Mutual effort, that's right. Mutual effort. Mutual effort. And this this doesn't just apply to relationships, but applies into uh, trying to date somebody. <clears throat> so this all stems from, uh, I don't know, I was just laying in bed one night and I was just thinking about it. So it doesn't really have or apply to anyone. So those of you that follow or know me, it or doesn't me. apply to you. <laughs> uh, I think the camera might, this one might. Dies. Yeah. I think I see red using. Oh, maybe actually no. That's the no. Grandma, we're going to hear the wrong symbol. Okay, that, yeah. that means it's recording. Well, yeah. sorry, I'm I'm not fully here right now. I guess. Okay. No, this is not the casting couch. <laughs> no, but I can use use it for it later. This is your brother's couch, right? Yeah, don't do that. Oh, okay. No, this is not the basement either. But anyways, I digress. <laughs> Uh -huh. <laughs> and that couch has some memories. Yeah. Oh my okay. gosh. Shut up. So anyways, uh, mutual effort. So when it comes to dating, talking to somebody, 
it's important to show mutual effort and that mutual effort is um, a give and take and you know what we hear and what we talk about with friends and family and things like that and people that we know and don't know that just happen to sit next to us and provide their life story <laughs> all the is, <clears throat> is that in the relationships they're not seeing mutual effort and what we mean by mutual effort is that you know you get what you put into it and that also doesn't mean mutual toxicity I've seen a lot of that on TikTok too it's like oh if they're going to go out and do this then I'm going to go out and do the same thing well, why the fuck are you going to stoop to their level yeah well it doesn't mean match their toxicity <laughs> yeah <clears throat> we're talking about uh, you know benefiting the relationship um, so when it comes to like communication if someone's messaging you good morning every day you should be messaging them back and that doesn't mean that they're the only ones that initiate the conversation if they're the ones that are initiating the conversation every single day that makes them feel not wanted when you don't initiate the conversation sometimes right. it's got to go both ways yep. um, you know if you are initiating the sexual part of the relationship I hate that shit yeah, I mean, it, like, I don't hate initiating. I hate it if it's like I'm always the one being like, "You want to go?" Yeah, which is not how it goes down. But like, it in a general sense, it's like you're always the one kind of trying to start the foreplay or like trying to get it going. Right, and then how does that make you feel when your partner doesn't initiate? You know that aspect of your relationship. Not wanted. It makes you feel not wanted, and that has you know negative ramifications. So it's important to, you know, both parties to show that mutual effort in different facets of the relationship because it can have positive benefits to both of you, can make that relationship stronger, healthier. And if you're not providing the same level of communication, respect, initiation, um, what would you say with, you know, providing flowers and, you know, romantic kind of shit? Courting? Courting, yes. Courtship? Courtship, yeah, would be the proper term. Yeah, if you're not, you know, matching their level of courtship, it causes some animosity and they feel like that the relationship is not balanced or equal. Or in the same sense of, like, match, matching mutual effort in terms of, like, even focusing on yourself in a means of, like, self-improvement. Like, if I'm someone, I'm someone that goes to the gym, I enjoy reading, I enjoy taking care of myself, I enjoy doing other things to help better my life, and in turn, if I better my life... I'm going to be a better partner. Right. Now, where that mutual energy needs to come in is if I'm doing all this for myself to make sure I'm at the top of my fucking game, why, are you, why is my partner just going to sit there on their fucking ass, eating fucking chips, fucking drinking all the fucking time, going out not taking care of himself, doesn't read, doesn't do shit? Like, that, that also, that shift in energy also is fucking huge because what, especially, and it's happened to me, me before too, and we've talked about it, it creates a level of resentment, meaning you are watching your partner improve. They're not. Misery loves company. So if anything, they're going to start to resent you because they don't think that they're good enough for you, so they're going to try to bring you back down. Otherwise, in their head, they're going to be like, well, pretty soon he's going to leave me because he's going to realize that he's too good for me. And then you're going to end up getting irritated at them because you're going to realize this person is no longer benefiting me in my life, which, guess what, guys? Well, that's how fucking relationships work. I should be a benefit to your life. You should be a benefit to mine. It's not a selfish thing, but why the fuck are you in my life if we're not going to mutually help each other to get better? 
So you're going to look at them and be like, you're hindering my growth. And one or two things is going to happen. You're going to allow them to hold you back, and you're going to like not only lose yourself, but also subconsciously resent them even more because they're holding you back from life. Or you're going to have to let go. Drop the fucking anchor. Either you're growing with me, or you're being left behind. There's no in-between. I think we struck a nerve with him. <laughs> I'm speaking on experience, man. Because I, I went through this personally. Like, I was presented good opportunity after good opportunity. I was hustling. I was growing. You know, there was a time I was competing in powerlifting. I had my company going. I had, you know, my podcast going. I was working a shit ton, making good money, whatever. And then slowly but surely, my partner at the time, went, she didn't take care of herself. She started to get resentful, started bringing me down. My mental health went down. And then slowly but surely, because I didn't have that self-worth or self-respect at that time, enough to be like, no, fuck you. I'm not going to let you hold me back. I'm not going to let you get in the way of this. It started to chip away at me to where I ended up losing so much of myself to the point where now it's I'm still trying to rebuild myself from all the damage and all the lost time that got done while I was allowing someone to hold me back because they didn't want to be like, no, I'm going to match your effort, or I'm going to at least support you in you trying to grow. And if you have one of those personalities that you're a pleaser, then you're going to want to please your partner. And yeah, if, like you said, if, if they're not matching your energy, you're, you're showing success and you're gaining things in life and you're moving forward and growing and growing, and they're not, and they start displaying you know, those um, insecurities and you're going to want to please them. So you're going to start scaling back where you're going, where you're progressing. You're going to scale back because you want to please your partner, which in turn is going to, you know, delay your progress or cause some animosity in you. Like, Hey, you're like you said, you're the anchor. You're the one that's slowing me down from reaching my goals. And that's going to cause a huge rift in the relationship. Mm -hmm. So mutual, mutual respect, communication is super important and effort. I can't stress it enough. There's gotta be effort on both sides. You know, and you know, women always want to be courted. They want, they want flowers. They want to be wine. They want to be dying. They want to be taken take <laughs> care of. Sixty nine is a mutual thing. Although one person ends up getting more than the other, it just happens that way. Yeah, it's <clears> usually <throat> them. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> always deal around the the the, the subject here. Gosh. Damn it, we can't keep them focused, people. We can't keep them focused. No, no. Now, uh, now, in that same retrospect, too, there's nothing wrong with being a pleaser. There's nothing wrong with being a giver. However, especially what I've come to learn in the years past, um, you need to be able to please or give to yourself first because it's not, it's not necessarily being selfish. You're just looking after yourself. You're choosing you over someone else's feelings. It's hard to really explain if you've never been through it or you still don't know that you're going through it. However, the best way that I can explain it is it's not that you're being selfish in terms of, oh, what can they do for me? What can they do for me? It's like, no, you're recognizing that they're making you go backwards and that's when you need to put yourself first. They're either matching or they're, help, they're supporting you help get ahead. The moment you realize they're drawing you back or you're digressing in life, that's when you need to put you first because at that point, you're helping no one. Recognize this when you start dating somebody. How much effort that you're putting in versus them. 
Because, you know, how many breakup stories do we hear of someone saying, oh, I can't believe they broke up with me, or, you know, they talk about how, you know, they're miserable, you know, talking to this person, or, or, or I didn't recognize this. I love that one. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> you always Bro, see you coming. literally told me over and over again these different complaints that you were having with this person, you know, because you were putting forth the effort. You were scheduling the dates. You were always calling them, you know, you were Snapchatting them, Instagram, whatever, however you messaged, you know, that person. You were always the one that was initiating it. Pay attention to that effort. If someone is always like reading your message or replying hours later and, you know, you're the, always the one that's saying good morning and good night, and then sometimes they don't reply to you at all until the next day. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't see your message. Bullshit, you didn't see my message. <laughs> you know, bullshit. People have their phones on fucking 24-7. There's no way you missed that message. Yeah. So, <clears throat> um, someone wants to join your life. Yeah, okay. Sorry, not this time. Um, you know, pay attention to that stuff. Those are, those are some red flags that, you know, if you continue going down that path of being in a long-term relationship with that person, that's something you can expect for the rest of time. Yeah, <laughs> my, my problem has always been, it's like, I see the red flags. Yeah. I, I ignore the red flags. I literally, I literally look and I'm like, eh, this is going to hurt. Dude, the red flags are draped over you. You're wearing it like it's a Halloween costume. <laughs> and you're still like, I'm going to do this anyway. Yeah. <laughs> because when I start something, I don't like to fucking quit. This is my other fucking problem. I don't know when to fucking be like, all right, I'm going to cut my losses right now. It was nice knowing you. Yeah, that's a that's a good comment that someone uh, just posted. They said, love yourself. It really is, that is part of it, is you do need to love yourself mm-hmm. and realize that you have to have respect for yourself as well. If you don't respect yourself, you're not going to respect your partner, and they're also not going to respect you. So, you know, that is also a very important message um, that you can relate here. But, you know... All in all, it's everything's got to be balanced. It really does. Yes, there are going to be parts of your relationship that aren't balanced. Like one person is going to work more or make more money than the other. Those things happen, but what do they do to offset it? If you're working 60-hour weeks, I'm hoping that your partner is taking care of the home or maybe making dinner for you. That's how they offset the balance and create a balance. And it's all about, again, that communication and mutual respect an understanding of what it is that you each other uh, you want from the relationship and want from each other to make each other happy. So, here's a question for you: How would you go about? It? What advice would you give for people who are in a relationship or talking to someone, married, whatever, where the <clears throat> sexual chemistry is imbalanced? Either like one is like has a really high sex drive and the other may not. I mean, there's a lot of causes that can be a cause of that. You know, for men, it can be low testosterone levels. It could be weight gain has decreased their energy. It could be the fact that they're working 70-hour weeks. You know, I've got a friend who drives a truck. He works 70-plus hours sometimes, and he's exhausted. He just doesn't have it in him. And there's there's got to be a little bit of understanding with that. Um, but at the same time, there has to be a balance. Like, you have to have that work-life balance, too. Um, so I think... Every situation is going to be different. You know, we all have different chemistry. We have different work schedules. You know, some things don't line up. But I think that that is a discussion between two partners that has to happen because that is a very important part of the relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think, you know, in 
my past relationship, my marriage, whatever, um, you know, that became an issue, and little did I know that she was seeing somebody else, and that was the effect of I the mean, lack of chemistry that we had. Yeah, they're getting it somewhere else, and yeah, I want to go so, and get it. You know, sometimes that's going on, gents and ladies. Uh, they have somebody else on the side, and that's not why they're not into you right now, is because they're finding it somewhere else. See, like, especially in my past experience, because, you know, one of my longer relationships was almost, I won't say a sexless one, but when we were just talking and she was for the streets, it was, like, multiple times a day, and then when we got together and, you know, drama started happening, whatever, it dropped down to, like, sometimes, we would go, like, a week or two without it, which, for me, that fucking sucks. I'm a horny bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Um, he is. <laughs> Like, I, that was so fucking difficult for me. And I mean, still, I'll put on God's this fucking day. Never touched another woman in my fucking life when I was with her. Which amazes me, because that got really fucking hard sometimes. I just couldn't bring myself to fucking do it. Um, but I know a lot of it was caused because of the animosity that started to build within us and I was feeling unfulfilled and then she tried to say that she was unfulfilled I'm like bitch I will give you anything and more just fucking give me the chance like there was there was definitely a disconnect somewhere on multiple levels but if you don't communicate that the, the, nothing's gonna fucking happen nothing's gonna get solved nothing will change if you don't bring it up you know yeah don't don't hide it from your partner, but bring it up to your fucking friends. Don't hide it from your partner, bring it up to your family. Don't hide it from your partner and don't bring it up at all. And then sit there and then slowly build animosity towards them going, this motherfucker should know. Can't he just see the way that I'm acting? That we aren't fucking mind readers. I hate that. Like I hate that if so there much. is a fucking issue, say something. Don't bring it to that person. Don't bring it to that person. No no no. I'm your partner. You bring it to me. You bring it to me because guess what? I'm the only person that maybe could do something about it. Not your fucking guy, best friend. Shoulder crying is a dick to ride on, ladies. And I hate the fact that a lot of you are too blind. I was going to say a lot worse, but I'm being respectful. Working on it. A lot of you are too fucking blind to fucking see it until it's too goddamn late. And that was an issue that I had not only in my last relationship... But in other previous relationships, like, I don't like that guy. Like, why? I'm like, because I see shit that you don't. Yep. I am aware of things, the way guys act, move, feel, talk, walk, all that shit that you don't realize because, oh, he never gave me those signs. Well, no shit. We're slick motherfuckers sometimes. Because yeah. guess what? We had to do the same thing and befriend you or court you or get you to like us in some way, shape, or form. It just so happened that we had a little bit of a leg up and had that opportunity a lot sooner than them. But guess what? You're emotional creatures. You are more vulnerable in certain states. And dickhead motherfuckers love to capitalize on weak, vulnerable people because that's the only time they're ever going to fucking get some. Pussy-ass motherfuckers. Yeah, you know how many guys are waiting in the shadows just waiting for that girl to have a fight with her boyfriend and be that guy that can be the shoulder to cry on, the one that consoles her? Because as soon as they break up, that motherfucker moving right in. Or like, they'll wait until, oh, let's go out drinking, get you absolutely fucking plastered so you don't have the two <clears throat> cents and two mind to think of what the fuck you're actually doing. 
I don't know why that is everyone's fucking go-to. Honestly, everyone just, it's a lot harder for guys to be like, I'm going to get drunk and get fucked. No, that usually doesn't really happen. No, you just get drunk. Yeah, no, you just get drunk and then you might end up with like a hole in the wall or yeah. crying on your buddy's couch. But like women is like, I'm going to get drunk. And next thing you know, they go home with a the guy and they're like, I regret my life. Well, bitch, don't fucking get drunk. Yeah. You know what the fuck you were doing. What the fuck do you think was going to happen? Instead, you're going to go do that and then be like, oh, everyone feel bad for me. I got drunk and he took advantage of me. Well, don't put yourself in fucking situations you get taken advantage of. Like, plain and fucking simple. Hello? He's not wrong. Like, take some level of accountability. Sexual harassment, sexual assault, no go. Absolutely wrong on all fucking fronts. But you can't sit there and tell me that you were completely innocent, getting drunk, surrounded by people you don't fucking know, in a situation you don't fucking know, putting yourself in danger, basically bleeding, swimming with sharks, and think, oh, I'm okay, nothing ever wrong is ever going to fucking happen to me. You're fucking stupid. You're fucking stupid. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> what he said. That is way <laughs> off fucking topic, but man, that is one thing that... Fucking irritates me. Oh my god. Oh my gosh, I got taken advantage of. <clears throat> well, did you know the people that you're with? No. I'm like, why'd you black out? Because that was emotional? <clears throat> you don't fucking say. I'm sorry that it happened to you, but like, really? We should teach guys not to rape. Okay, let me teach a killer not to fucking kill. How the fuck does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, you have to take some accountability for your own actions. You <sighs> Sometimes you set yourself up. And yeah, and then you want to blame other people or blame blame the substance. Well, who took the substance? Here we go. Let's fucking <laughs> who put themselves in that situation. Now you can't control every situation. If a guy you're at a bar with some friends, some dude some something in your drink, understandable, yeah. out of your control. Correct. Completely different story. I'm talking about you agree to go to a fucking after party with other people you don't fucking know. Next thing you know, then something gets slipped in your drink. Well, you didn't know anyone that was there. You weren't, a pub, you weren't in a public environment. You were doing shit that you probably weren't supposed to be doing under the influence of things that you probably weren't supposed to be under the influence of. So what the fuck were you thinking with your two goddamn sense of mind? Like, does no one use their fucking head anymore? <laughs> fuck! This is a post-gym. Yeah, he's all amped up. Damn, man! Was that pre-workout? <laughs> I... It might be. Holy shit. But, like, come on! But this all can go circle back around to the mutual effort thing. You're going to sit there and say, oh, I don't attract good people, or oh, I, all I attract are fuckboys, and no one wants to fucking marry me, no one, all everyone wants to do is to fuck me. Well, guess what? That same fucking energy you put out in the world, every action has an equal and opposite reaction, so the energy that you put out in the world are going to be reciprocated onto you in which that you put out. So every time you're putting yourself out there in a sense of... I'm a hoe, I'm a thot, I'm a fuckboy, I'm this, I'm that. Well, guess what? You're going to get that same energy right fucking back to you. And then you're going to sit there and wonder, why does no one fucking love me? Well, guess what? You brought yourself and presented yourself for the streets. Even if you may or may not be, that's how the world fucking sees you. And that's what you're going to fucking get. And that, my friends, is the Uncrumped Podcast. Oh, keeping it real. <laughs> what did I put in this drink? Bourbon, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm sober today, too, man. I should have put some Benadryl in here. Shit. <sighs> He's feeling it. He's feeling it, folks. I, w- I wish we had more fucking viewers, because this is the shit that people need to fucking hear. You know, get it through the fucking head. Well, this is where we need our people to like, subscribe, share. Yeah, it is also a little bit later at night, and the views are kind of local. Maybe I do have a little more pre-workout left than me. Fucking A. You just might. 
I, I don't did, have anything to work out. I did take two scoops in an intro workout. That's a lot to work out. Ha! <sighs> All right. I, do you want to just end it right there? I, I, I don't I, know. I don't know what more I can say. I don't know what else to add. I don't know either. I, don't I mean, know we. Can, what time is it? It's ten thirty-seven. Okay, we can keep going on a, on a different topic. Yeah. So we're you know we got a we got some followers here. We want to know where we are. First off, we are in uh, Chicago. All right, well, let me, let me cut this one out. All right. All right, so that's going to be the end of the first podcast. Should we refill our bourbon? I feel like we might. Do, Do you want to top them off? I'll, I'll address some questions from the peeps. Yeah, yeah, let me top us off. I'll exit that one. All right, that's the end of the first part of the podcast. Like, share, subscribe. Uh, Apple Play, Spotify, um, all that good shit. Please share. We're trying to fucking get this going. We're going <clears> to <throat> take a slight intermission. I'm going to do four lines in the... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> Take some Benadryl. Ah! Hey. All right. Holy shit.